for this. Lillard, long range three. And it's good! At the buzzer! Damian Lillard! Are you kidding me? Putting the ball in the hands of Brandon Roy. They closed for years with this guy with the ball in his hands, and he delivered many times. With the left, Brandon Roy! Nine tenths left. A three wins the series. It's Lillard! He got the shot off! to Roy, Brandon, a three-pointer out front, it is, yes he did, oh yeah, the natural, buries a 30-footer at the buzzer. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Blazer Dads podcast here. Um, we are amidst the coronavirus crisis, and it has taken one of our team members out. No, no, not really. But um, JJ is not uh, able to make it, and it is, you know, very sad news. But he's all fine health-wise and everything. It's just with all this going on. Um, He's MIA at the moment, um, but we will not let that stop us from giving you guys really good content. At least we hope you'll enjoy it. And um, we've got a fill-in here, our first ever guest on the Blazer Dads podcast, Thomas Walter. Thomas, tell the people a little bit about yourself, maybe uh, your love of the Portland Trail Blazers, and uh, yeah. Take it away. Hey, guys. Uh, in no way am I a dad. Not even a dad in training, I feel like. Uh, maybe a husband in training. I don't know. I don't have a girlfriend or anything. That's that's me. I'm just an honor to be on the podcast right now. But uh grew up in Oregon my whole life. Big, big Blazers fan. Uh, I would say my most memorable game was my first playoff game of the Blazers I ever went to. I went last year to the Blazers-Nuggets four-overtime game where uh, Rodney came in for the fourth overtime and just took over. Um, that was the most anxiety-thrilled game I had ever been a part of in my entire life. But uh, just uh, been a big-time Blazers fan, so yeah. And uh, another guy who's always well, going to school in Utah, so we got more more Utah influence here. So, and also shares a, a probably a fond hatred of the Jazz too. I they're <laughs> I'm so happy that they're not doing that great. I mean, like they're still in the playoff picture, but just hearing everyone saying like we're winning the championship this year, and I'm like, all right, I. Just... <laughs> Clear <laughs> let's let's just calm down a little bit. Like I, I don't think Mike Conley is the solution to win a championship. So Answer, man. every loss that they have, I'm just happily smiling. So. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, how are you doing? So uh, for those of you who can't see, which is all of you right now, can't see us, um, we have decided to embrace the um, social distancing and uh, record this podcast apart from one another. Um, we're doing it. Uh, via Google Hangouts, so shout out Google. Um, but yeah, Jeff, how you doing over there? I'm hanging in there. Uh, got the heads up. I'm working from home for the next six weeks, and I uh, hope that my uh, wife doesn't kill me by the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Um, my kid thinks it's time to play, 
all day. Um, and probably every time I'm on a conference call, he's in the background doing something. Yeah. Um, um, but overall, we're surviving. We're staying healthy. We're staying away from people. We're still trying to go on our walks and runs and stay our six feet apart. But <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy world out there. We're uh, just trying to adjust to it. And yeah, we're uh, ready to get some, some podcasting out there. Yeah. Get another hobby. Yeah, of course. This is a perfect time. We got a little bit of cooped up time in our houses. We might as well turn out a podcast and turn down another episode. I, I too, am working from home, and it is super weird. I have to agree. It's, it was an odd adjustment. And, yeah, whenever we got a conference call with, uh, you know, coworkers or other clients and whatnot, and people got their dogs barking in the background, they got their kids running around, and it just adds to it. I saw this hilarious video at, we had like a conference call of like 15 people or something and my project manager like sent out a YouTube video after the call because it went really well and it was like this this video of like what a conference call would be like in real life and it, it was a pretty funny thing but <laughs> yeah needless to say we got a lot to talk about here it's been a while since our last first pilot episode went really well we're happy with the the response we got from all you guys, um, but yeah, there's plenty to talk about, um, might as well kick it off with, um, what the heck happened that, like, crazy night when all the dominoes started falling, um, and I think, like we were talking about earlier, the day before or so, or maybe it was the day of, I think the first kind of announcement was the NCAA tournament um, saying they were going to play with no fans and that was like a crazy notification and I was like I don't know what what were you guys thoughts when when that hit your phone when I uh I was in class and I was uh writing a paper for my econ class and I was talking about how the NCAA didn't have its fans I was literally writing about that and I was talking about all the other um sports leagues and stuff like that and by the time I finished my paper and add about an hour, it was completely outdated with the amount of changes that had happened. And I was like, this paper is like irrelevant. Like it feels like it's outdated stuff. And like, it was incredible just to see how one domino after the next was falling and just everything else, like not even just sports wise, but everything else was just closing down, shutting down shop. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was like every day that week was like a week. It was each day there was just something crazy happening i i was pumped for march madness because my utah state aggies had just rolled through the mountain west tournament sam merrill dropped 27 points a game three nights in a row a clutch shot to be san diego state so i was looking at bracketology every day seeing how it was changing who they'd be matched up against and and then just saw that no fans were coming i was trying to wrap my head around that thinking about uh won't be terrible you know it's better than not having it right at least you're gonna watch it <laughs> yeah if you have something to watch or do yeah um it was gonna be weird with no fans and then but they were still playing all the conference tournaments at the time too and then um then just one after another it was like uh the halftime of this game the big east has decided to to stop playing the pac-12 stopped playing after one day and mm-hmm. then um 
and then yeah, the next night was when NBA the I just remember seeing Twitter and everyone was saying, "Oh, the both teams for the Thunder and Jazz have gone to the locker room and not sure if they're coming back out." And it was just kind of like a, a weird event. And just said they just kept playing music over the loudspeakers and no one really knew what was going on. Yeah, that was that was wild. And yeah, I mean, your your Aggies were a bubble team, and they were like, were they officially like the first? team like that to punch their ticket yeah they were the first one to, to punch their ticket yeah. they uh they played the saturday before they moved their tournament a week early for another convention that was in vegas um and so they were the first team to get in and i was already just like all right i can just sit back and relax and watch all these tournament games the next week and um but yeah one after another it was just everything kind of shut down and now we're living in a world with no sports, which is a weird thing. It's a sad, sad world to live in, um, unfortunately. Yeah, I remember my, my Beavers actually won their first round game of the Pac-12 tournament in a comeback fashion. I think it was against Stanford. Um, it was against Utah. Oh, was it against Utah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. I think Stanford was their last like uh, pre- uh, regular season game. Um, but yeah, then they were going to have to face Oregon in the next round, so that was going to be fun. We, we had beat Oregon once before, so could have happened. Because, yeah, we were only getting in if we uh, ran the table on the Pac-12 tournament, but, um, yeah, it was, yeah, that, that NBA night, um, that was weird. I was in the other room watching, watching the game, I think, and I had to flip it on and see what they were doing, and, and then the whole, like, they found out Rudy Gobert was diagnosed with it or tested positive or whatever you want to call it. And they started scouring where had Rudy Gobert, it was like a Where's Waldo, but like where had Rudy Gobert been? <laughs> like who who had he been in contact with? Yeah, that was kind of crazy. I saw like a, a chart where they broke down like how every team had been in contact with him. Over the last, like every team had been in contact within like the last two weeks. Something. Yeah, so then the NBA was going to shut down no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then the whole thing with, of course, throw salt on the wound. And then they play the video of him like mocking the whole like hysteria <laughs> of the coronavirus when he yeah. went. Like it was, it was like uh, Monday before, or it was like I don't know their last game, wasn't it beforehand or? Um, and he, uh, yeah, he, he got a question about it, if I remember correctly. And then after his conference, he went and touched all the microphones and, like, was kind of laughing about it. And even the media people were like, uh-huh, yeah, it was funny, Rudy. And then, of course, that happened. Uh, he's, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, and then, like, Donovan Mitchell got it. Of course, you're going to see, like, one of his teammates get it. So, <laughs> I think I, I think yeah, I that's it. Go ahead. Interesting dynamic. It doesn't seem like they they're fully uh, past that yet. The Jazz. Yeah, there's. Spoke about it a few times, and he's never really said he's he's cool with Gobert yet. It's just kind of brushed it off and acts like, yeah, I'm healing up, and so. Oh geez, it's, it's like it's a Kobe Kobe Shaq dynamic there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not quite the talent level, but. <laughs> 
I, I've been trying to figure out what would be the best possible trade the Jazz can make if they had to split up the team and they had to get rid of Gobert. Like, if Donovan Mitchell was so mad and just the pure lack of, like, need for a center. Like, just looking at what Andre Drummond went for was oh, gosh. was basically nothing and some second-round picks. Like, it was essentially nothing. And I, granted, I mean, Rudy was the two-time defensive player of the year. Could have been three times in a row. But I just think the need for centers in the league is not that high. So the best that I could come up with was... The Warriors trading Andrew Wiggins for Rudy Gobert. That's the only one I could see where the salary matched up and like talent level. Do you remember what Rudy's getting paid right now? He's like twenty four million. Oh wow! So he must have just signed a like extension, maybe a year or two ago or something. Okay, gotcha. Like right after he was Defensive Player of the Year, that was good timing on his part. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but I if that was to happen, I just like, I mean, I think if you're a Jazz fan, obviously you're trying to salvage that but i i can't imagine like what a center would go for in today's league yeah totally especially an expensive yeah. one yeah it'll be interesting because he's a uh, he's gonna be up for the super max now that he's won two in a row mm-hmm. so i don't know if i want to pay my my center a, a max deal. deal yeah no way not especially he's not really a, a two-way player i mean he can you can run the pick and roll a little with with Mitchell or someone or Ingles. I think they run a little pick and roll with Ingles too. But he's, I mean, obviously a stout defender. But yeah, again, what is that worth? <laughs> Said that uh, Gobert would be eligible for a two hundred and fifty million dollar contract over five years. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no way is anyone in their right mind paying Rudy Gobert that. <laughs> Uh, gosh, we should get some Utah fans on the, <laughs> on the pod and see uh, see what their take would be once if Rudy signed for five years, two fifty. <laughs> um, yeah, so kind of things just started spiraling spiraling downhill. Um, after that, every every sport I could think of was falling off. Um. Uh, the next day, they still held the golf tournament at the Players um, down in Florida. And I actually had a friend who ended up, he was, he had tickets or he had a, we, we had a media pass to it. And um, he went to the first day and then they, on Thursday, they were like, okay, the next ones are going to be no fans. And then they just like overnight just canceled it completely and I was just like it's crazy how fast everything happened and transitioned from no fans to we're totally shutting it down to we're you know they started canceling things that are happening like months in advance I saw like the college world series is canceled and it was like not even postponed they're just like canceling it yeah yeah all spring sports and college and then yeah, I'm curious what's going to happen when they come back. The Olympics just got announced. They're being postponed today for a year. Mm-hmm. It's just one thing after another. I don't know what's going to happen. I hope they finish out the year. Yeah, there's really just there's no end in sight. You know, Everyone's just kind of in limbo, so it's, it's hard to predict anything at all. Um, do, you guys, do you guys feel like it's been handled properly thus far or um i don't know what do you guys do you think it should have been 
dealt with differently, should have been even more proactive, like when we first heard about it in overseas, or um, do you think around the other side of the spectrum where it's you feel like it's too strict right now, or what do you guys think? I think we've done a great job um, moving forward. I don't know if about like the timing. I mean, mm-hmm. even with like when they were canceling the conference tournaments and stuff like that, you had the Ivy League campaigning about how they're not going to do a tournament and they just picked one team and it seems like, well, we're still going to do this tournament. Yeah. And people still have that idea in front. And now it's like you couldn't even imagine having two teams play against each other. You can't even imagine having groups of. 10 or more people in the room and all these things that we're doing now. So I think it was like a slow um, transition, but once the transition is made, I think it's um, been well and we're just trying to contain it as best we can. I mean, strictly looking at it in the NBA terms, like there's only those few teams that seem to have those interactions with each other that have come out with the positive uh, results of the Corona. And mm-hmm. so I think the right decisions have been made. Um, but no one really knows how much this is spreading or how effective it is, but it seems like things are going in the right direction. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I think all the leagues were kind of waiting for one to shut down before they all did, and once the NBA did, I think they all kind of just had to kind of copycat the, what NBA did, and yeah, you know, it would have been a bad look for those that decided not to. Right. So they all just canceled, which, I mean... Looking back, I don't know if we'll ever know the effect of, of how bad it could have been or will be or what measures have taken to make it better. But I think um, keeping people protected and safe, I think that was their all their number one priority and didn't want anything to to be liable for, for having a big group and something happen in one of their own facilities. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point right there. Um what did I, I saw, um, wasn't the NCAA going to like still release a bracket or something, but maybe that went away. I, th- I thought I, they might put out a bracket or something. Just yeah, they weird. mentioned that they would uh, still come out with one and do like a selection Sunday, but then they, I saw that mostly the coaches wanted to do that because they would still get like bonuses and stuff for technically making the tournament. Mm. And... NCA said they didn't want those things to be tied to just some, <laughs> some about... hypothetical thing that <laughs> that didn't really have meaning behind it. So sounds about right. NCAA not wanting to hand out bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was still wanting them to do the bracket and then uh, just try to simulate it <laughs> yeah. and just still have like a tournament pool and stuff like that. But yeah, that be that would be interesting. I bet you they would. I mean. Not being a betting guy, but I wonder if they would, like, put betting odds on one, like, nationwide simulated. Well, Bleacher Report, they've been uh, they've been doing Madden simulation games, <laughs> yeah. and they've been putting spreads yeah. on different games, and it's actually been incredible. I think uh, <laughs> it, was, it was Tampa Bay versus Pittsburgh, and Tom Brady was down, like, 10 points, and the Buccaneers were a two-and-a-half favorite, came back in overtime, and then he ended up throwing a touchdown and covering the spread, so... <laughs> I, the people that want to gamble, there's still definitely some avenues. It's not as best case scenario, but uh, you got to give the people what they want. So I think yeah. the drought that's been going on, uh, got to figure out a way to do it. I saw like the the Timbers were like live streaming their <laughs> their season with simulated games on <laughs> on FIFA. 
I was like, this, that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, got to see a Sebastian Blanco goal. <laughs> it's like, yeah. right on. Uh, yeah, so people are, people are, you know, making lemonade out of lemons here, I guess, um, so to speak. Um, doing what we can. Um, yeah. Has it, have you guys personally been affected by any of this? I mean, Thomas, you're in school. I know that's been affecting you and that Jeff and I it's been affecting our work obviously but what about what about other things has it it been you know stalling any like for me for 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 instance I was gonna go on a trip to Hawaii that got canceled (laughs) (laughs) that stunk I heard and it was a great move um on our part because um so we had till Tuesday to cancel and um we had heard that Hawaii like was gonna start quarantining people who had come in and um we were able to you know cut the or rip the rip the cord there early enough to to salvage what we have as a now a spring break at home (laughs) Man, you're right. A 14 day quarantine measure for incoming travelers. Yeah. Yeah, did you just, you just look it up? Nuts. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, my boss is right now, so maybe I won't see him for a while. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, then I was like, well, stuck in Hawaii for 14 days. <laughs> maybe that's not the worst thing, but I don't know. Yeah, what about you, you two? Um, also a trip to Hawaii that's in April, but, uh, looks like we canceled that. Yeah. Um, yeah, working from home for a few months. Yeah, you got, you got, you just got noticed you're out till, like, late April, right? Working at home? Yeah, probably May 1st, that's the earliest to go back. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's the hard stuff, people, you know, that can't work right now or getting laid off, and... Yeah, definitely affecting people, and luckily no one around me has gotten sick, but no nurses and things that are are putting all the hard work and effort in, and it's uh, it's crazy. I'm uh, glad I'm able to work from home at least. Yeah, I don't think I've had any too big setbacks for me personally, thank goodness, but um, I don't know, I've just had other students tell me they've now lost like their summer internships that they had because companies... Yeah can't afford for it um school is now online which is great and bad at the same time i feel like but i don't think anything too trivial has happened yet um and that's just i'm just happy for that at least yeah yeah my my wife maddie works um and she's going to school um but in the pharmacy field so they are they are super busy so that's uh hard on her for sure and she's going in as much as you can even during her her break right now so kind of kind of rough um but yeah that the whole healthcare industry is on fire right now so trying to do what they can to mitigate this um uh but yeah other than that um obviously doing podcasts remotely is a little bit different um but yeah i mean going out and doing the things that we'd like to be doing. Um, it's uh, It feels good that at least it's raining outside and doesn't really <laughs> make me 
miss like going out and doing things um in Oregon right now but um trying to you know the golf course is still open so I'll probably hit the golf course up a couple times um Kate Brown didn't have anything to say about golf courses so <laughs> I'm in the clear yeah the weather was so nice last week it was hard to stay inside so we but the the whole shelter in place thing hadn't come down yet so yeah. we were you weren't breaking day. any rules nope <laughs> <laughs> so alrighty what um let's get back into the NBA a little um what do we think's gonna what do we think's gonna happen are we are we gonna have any of the season salvaged? Um, will they go straight to the playoffs with how how things stacked up before this all went down? Or I mean, I had like someone at work tell me like, oh, they're probably just gonna have like the Lakers and the Bucks play and and just to settle who's <laughs> who's the champion. I was like, ah. I feel like you could break it down a little more if you're gonna go ahead and let them play, but. Uh, what do you guys What do you guys think about the the future of this season? I mean, I I don't think if anyone's um, it's really like up in the air what could happen. Um, I think me as a Blazers fan, I would say let's uh, let's try to get some of the regular season back, see if we can get back to the eight seed. Nurkic will be back. We got and be, a, yeah, be excited against the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of guys coming back from injury probably by the, by the time this shapes up. Yeah, I think I think most realistically though they'll they'll still try to incorporate just do the playoffs, and go from there and just say kind of tough luck to the teams that were on the fringe and thought they couldn't make it and go with that. My only concern is is if you haven't played forever. I mean these teams they aren't holding practices. They're not playing against each other. It's just can you go straight into the playoffs and have a good product? Is, are we going to see record high turnovers? Are we going to see fatigue? Like, how is it going to be the playoff basketball we thought it's going to be, or is it just going to be something that's thrown together? So I wonder if maybe they'll just do a few games, try to get in the flow back of things. But I think most sense is just to go right into the playoffs, if possible. Yeah, I think it's going to be hard to to have a regular season as much as I would love to. I mean, I want to see the Blazers fight back with some healthy players, but. Yeah, they're going to have to play either late into the summer and then start next year later, or I'm not sure how they're going to do it. So it'll be it'll be weird. I mean, I know that I saw Mark Cuban mention that they would go into August, I think, and then start the next season in December, and it's just the whole waterfall effect of what could happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it was my choice, I'd like to see them all play, um, maybe have a condensed playoffs, have like a – like they used to have a five game first round or um yeah i mean i want to it's it would be rough to just the season as a wash i mean as a blazer fan it'd be all right but uh as yeah. an nba fan it'd be hard to i want to see who's going to win the, the championship out lakers or bucks or clippers but yeah i would love to see what the blazers could do with a healthy team and I mean who knows if it goes I know that people have said oh Katie and Kyrie wouldn't play but I think the Bucks as a seventh seed had Katie and Kyrie back I mean the Nets yeah, as a yeah. seventh seed yeah that'd be uh that would suck for the whoever was in the two seed at the moment was it like Boston or 
Miami, and Toronto. Toronto. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a bummer for them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's so it's so up in there, and like this, who knows? This might not blow over for six months or something. Like, it's just so hard to tell right now. I mean, I know in like China, like numbers are going down. Um, for cases, but um, I don't think they're really in a. I don't know if uh, I guess I'm not educated enough to talk about this, but if they have kind of like opened up shop, so to speak. Um, but you know, it hit there pretty hard, um, and yeah, it's just a lot of uncertainty right now. But it'd be it'd be fun to see some basketball in the near future. <laughs> yeah, I think they just reopened their, their basketball league, and I think everything kind of started like two and a half months ago, three months ago. So, yeah, I mean, if that's any sign, it could be a while. I think I'm just the more cases we get, the harder it is going to be for these large gatherings to happen. Right. I'm showing they're still... They're still shut down, actually, their basketball league. Oh, really? So, Who's over? Yeah. Is Jimmer still over there? He's in Greece. In Greece. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, tonight was supposed to be the Monkey Kings versus the Lions. Oh. Bomber. I think Lance Stevenson, he's still out in China. Lance apparently, Stevenson? Apparently he's been balling out this year. but There's a there's a, there's a couple that I'm blanking on. But I think there's yeah, a couple other guys. Okay, the flying leopards are pretty good too. Oh yeah. <laughs> are they? Uh, they're gonna send someone over to the league pretty soon here. <laughs> There's some sweet names over there. <laughs> the flying leopards. Yeah. What is that even? It's like a, le- the- a leopard with wings. That's all I'm picturing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They got fly dragons versus the brave dragons. What? They got, how many dragons do they have? Well, you just got plain dragons, brave dragons, fly dragons. They also have the flying tigers. Wow. The blue whales. Ooh, I like that. That's different. Yeah. The golden stars, the golden bulls. I need to start watching this league. <laughs> yeah, if they're going to come live soon, then people are... Thirsty for some basketball play. Yeah, there'll be something to might have, on it. Might have to hit up the Reddit streams for that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for those listening, eventually we are, are planning on having some sort of segments thrown into this um, everyday podcast episoding where maybe uh, we got a stat of the night. Um, we got a, a bad bet. We, we can talk about this in later episodes. We obviously want to have as much uh, interaction with listeners as we can. Um, so eventually we'll be putting out um, Twitter questions um, all the time. So yeah, follow the follow the Twitter account at BlazerDads. Um, and we, of course, will be always talking about the NBA and the Blazers um, and dad topics. Jeff, have you uh, have you been having a lot more dad experiences now that you're working from home? 
Man, my, my dad experiences, I think that's uh, definitely one area of my life that has increased. I, <laughs> the mornings, and right now he's currently into uh, action figures. He loves uh, Woody. He has a Hulk, a Captain America, and um, an Iron Man, which he calls Fred Meyer Man. <laughs> <laughs> so he was, uh, yesterday we, he was pretending they were all jumping on the tramp and kept saying, Fred Meyer Man, do a flip or whatever he's saying. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, tonight he had him pretend to go down a slide with him, and as much as we can do inside, it's a, whatever we can do to keep him entertained. But yeah, he's a, he's loving having me home. It's a good time for him. He has no idea. He, he wakes up, he still gets his oatmeal or cereal or whatever he wants. He doesn't even know anything's different. Yeah, to be young and oblivious. <laughs> yeah no just wake up watch Chuckington and eat your cereal with no worries <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember those days so we yeah. we actually do have a little bit of uh, Twitter Twitter interaction that I can probably be good to share um, back before um, everything sh- shut down uh, from our Twitter account I asked the people of the world, of the Twitterverse, um, where do you see Rip City finishing this year? And I'll share these results with you guys. Um, so 18% said, we're finishing the playoffs, baby. We're going to grab that eight seed. We're going to meet the Lakers or whoever in the first round and let's see what happens. Um, 51%. Settled down in the bubble range of the 9 to 11 seed. And then uh, 31% um, were predicting the 12th seed or, or lower. So, um, yeah, I, I feel like this pretty much reflects kind of exactly what we were, ex- well, not expecting, but um, starting to see. Um, there's still some people that had hope that we could snag that eight seed but um it was kind of looking bleak there with i guess i'd be 82 percent of us thinking we weren't going to make the playoffs um to tag on to that we also tweeted out where do you want the blazers to finish um luckily we still have some people who <laughs> enjoy watching playoff basketball and 62 percent of us um agreed that we want to make the playoffs um and as you would uh, expect, the other majority of that would rather have us tank, um, try to get as low a seat as possible so we can get a higher draft pick, and that was 30% and uh, 8% <laughs> apparently wanted to finish as a bubble team. <laughs> I don't know about that, but um, we ended up uh, going with option D, coronavirus takes over. <laughs> I don't know, did you guys, uh, have you guys seen um, NBC Northwest has been playing a lot of like throwback games or different games throughout the season? Yeah, it's been exciting stuff just to rewatch. I mean, definitely games before my era and just seeing the different style of play. Uh, it's been pretty interesting and fun to watch. Yeah. I watched that. Yeah, it's, it's almost hard to watch basketball right now. I'm just thinking, what if? But I found myself watching a 
it was like a t- 2011 conference tournament game with uh, NC and North Carolina State on uh, ESPN, and I was like, oh, this must be like a crazy finish because they're they're playing it. It was like the night this all happened and trying to fill time. Mm-hmm. No, it was just a normal game. <laughs> but like, it's like, well, all right, yeah, they really are just gonna show anything. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching uh, a couple days ago. They they replayed the game six of the '77 finals, so that was kind of fun. Cause I don't, to be honest with you guys, I don't know if I've ever sat down and watched that entire game all the way through. Obviously, I wasn't I wasn't alive for it, um, so I didn't get to see that. But um, yeah, it was this Sunday they were playing it. Good old Sunday afternoon basketball. Watching, dude, that that Sixers team was loaded they had george mcginnis dr j um gosh who else was on it that i kept seeing daryl dawkins was like younger coming off the bench um uh collins doug collins was one of their guards um bibby i think it's mike bibby's dad and all, all you older fans out there are like yelling at me like how do you not know who this was but um, they had a, they had a stacked team and, uh, Blazers, man, they, they, uh, they came out hot in that second quarter and just like went on a tear. Um, and I think in the first half we had like five guys in double figures. It was just like a great team effort there. That was fun to watch because I had, I don't know, had you guys ever seen that game all the way through? I haven't, no. More than I've seen the highlights and uh, when they win it all and kind of storm the court there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big, big, big timing for Portland. Uh, back at the the Glass Palace, the Memorial Coliseum. Um, yeah, so that was, that was good to see. Um, what else we got on the agenda, guys? I, uh, I got a, a stat of the day, even oh, though it's oh, uh, do. <laughs> my March Madness. This the only March Madness, uh, I guess in lieu of March Madness, this is the only true March moment that I uh, really appreciate. Of course, it comes from uh, my man, Sam Merrill. Nice. I saw that he is uh, the only Division One player in the last 20 years to score 20 straight or 20 plus points in six straight conference tournament games while winning them all. Ooh. And uh, led my Aggies to the what would have been the NCAA tournament, hitting a three with 2.5 seconds left over KJ Fagan to hand San Diego State their second loss of the year. So uh, that's my uh, my stat of the day. It'll be more Blazer or NBA oriented going forward, but that's my March Madness moment of the month in lieu of all the games that should have happened. Yeah, that's perfect. I love it. Yeah, that guy's a baller, man, and comes up big in clutch moments too. You think he'll make it to? The, you think he'll get drafted? I'm sure he'll get drafted, right? Possibly, maybe in the second round. Yeah. I would love to see him get a chance. Is he like six three? He's like six five, six six. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe that's a little generous. Probably six four, six five. But yeah, he's he's always guarding the other team's best player, and he's. He's uh, they know the ball's going to him to, to score, and he just hit big shot after big shot. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm curious to see where he lands. Hopefully, the maybe the Blazers will take a flyer on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Why not? I think uh, Beavers might have one guy get drafted and Trace Tinkle. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Speaking of NCAA, I saw. I don't can't remember if we talked about it, but I think it's pretty cool they're giving spring sport athletes another year of eligibility. I saw that's since they canceled all the sports, so that. It'll be interesting. I think, I mean, I'm getting a little off topic here, but Beaver Baseball, baby, we're going to be loaded. <laughs> so watch out, powerhouse. Well, coming back next year. Yeah. So that was a, that was one good thing that the NCAA did. <laughs> it was good that they canceled everything, but um, we can all attest to the NCAA being a bit stingy probably. <laughs> yeah, I saw they uh, they had Trevor Lawrence shut down a GoFundMe account. Yeah, what so was they, that? What educate me? I, I saw the headline, you know, but set up a GoFundMe account to help people in the area suffering from coronavirus, and the NBA was quick to shut it, or the NCAA was quick to shut it down because they think he would just like take the money or something. Like what? <laughs> I guess so. I don't. I don't get how that's in their power to do. It just makes no sense to me. Yeah, I think they they backed off it later after there was such an uproar. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Do you think they would lock down on someone so hard if it was like, I don't know, so I mean, Utah State like golfer <laughs> or something? <laughs> I don't think so, but uh, <laughs> the NCAA has now approved it after the the backlash. Yeah, yeah, good for them. So, uh, yeah. The small stuff. Like. They just got to stir the pot for a little bit and they'll uh, <laughs> yeah. hopefully make the right decision. They got a little bored over there. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Um, what else we got? We got... Um... Well, I just, I just want to ask you guys, would you have wanted the Blazers to tank or would you wanted them to be pushing for the playoffs? Yeah, that's... Uh, I am team playoff 100%. I wanted him to come in and after coming back from his uh, little groin injury have another little stint of fire and fuego-ness and somehow catch the Grizzlies. It was looking, I mean, we had a couple, we had two more games. I was going to go to that Grizzly game that Thursday or something. It was the day before they canceled the NBA. Uh, so that game, we had a, I think we had two games against the Grizzlies coming up, so that you can you win those. That that's huge. Um, I think it was possible, but it was looking pretty bleak right there. And like Nurk was it was oh Nurk was set to come back that Sunday. Yeah, against Houston. And how the heck is Houston gonna guard Nurk? Yeah, <laughs> when they have a great game to come back. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, did you guys see that? They did the two K simulation, like one fifty to ninety yeah, or something. Nurk like had like fifty points and like twenty <laughs> boards and ten blocks or something. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was that was hilarious. Um, yeah, I was. I mean, I think they could have done it. Um, it didn't really sound like we were hearing much about when Zach would come back, which. I felt was pretty key, but if we made it to the playoffs, I don't think, uh, I think the late, let's assume the Lakers got the one seed. They were pretty much locking it down. Um, 
but I don't think they'd want to face us compared to Memphis or New Orleans. Well, I think or... now, especially if, I mean, if Zach and Nurkic were able to come mm-hmm. back, I mean, watching the Blazer games before, the biggest problem was just, and I think everyone in the league faces it, is who matches up with LeBron and AD and JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard. There's just their amount of size that they have in the front court is mm-hmm. unreal. But then we would have Zach, we would have Nurkic back, Hassan would be there. We'd just be able to have bodies to be able to go with them. I think it would have definitely be a lot more interesting than what we've been watching from the Blazers as the whole season. Yeah. What about you, Jeff? Yeah, I'm with you. I would team playoff with Lillard. Just can't waste any of his years. I don't think it benefits us at all to miss. Uh, yeah, a better draft pick, but really this draft class is pretty <laughs> pretty not, shallow. Yeah, not deep. Yeah, sure. We're able to get one of the top threes or something, but I mean... That would have to be a yeah. prayer for heaven or something. Yeah. yeah. There's so, so many. Yeah, there's so many bad teams this year. That would be nice, but I, I'm with you. I think if we get healthy, get our team back, I would love to just see a, a Lillard with a, a chip on his shoulder like he had during those five six game tear where he's just trying to take on the Lakers, and just see what happens, especially with Nurk back passing the ball around and Whiteside. Depends on what wide side you get, but uh, coming off the bench, yeah. wide side sounds a lot better, though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it could be pretty entertaining. Yeah. I think Memphis had a good story, but I think it would. The Blazers, I think they they need that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my biggest thing. I've always felt like Nurkic has been at least consistency wise has been the number two on the team. I think when CJ's feeling it, obviously he's. Um, surpassing but I think on a consistent basis you could bank on Nurkic being able to set that high pick then pass it to him him being able to facilitate what was going on him being the inside force being able to rebound I think that from just a night to night you were able to expect it and just you knew you were going to get it and I honestly felt like that was probably the biggest thing that we were kind of missing this year I feel like Whiteside he did what he was supposed to, but he wasn't Nurkic, and I don't think we were asking him to be Nurkic. Um, mm-hmm. But Nurkic's passing ability and um, the connection that him and Dame have is just something that is just sets us apart so well. And so um, I think having him back would definitely create that difference. Yeah, I think we touched on it last time, but the the Damian Lillard use of Nurkic pick and roll last year was one of the most efficient plays in all of the NBA in a points per possession basis so I mean (laughs) that's the biggest part of the offense and you take that away um, that that hurts for sure and if you get that right back then all of a sudden your team can flip a whole 180 real quick Um, yeah speaking of speaking of Dame um, was it just yesterday or might have been yeah I think it was yesterday uh, took over uh, the NBA Instagram account <laughs> and had a, a couple couple guests come on um, and join him. I think he was down in Oakland. Um, it definitely looked sunny and tropical. So <laughs> I don't think it was Oregon. Um, could hear the birds chirping. Yeah. Did you guys happen to see that? Yeah, that was hilarious. 
Yeah. Uh, giving CJ crap for getting a dog from the shelter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. CJ's like going out making these purchases. He's like, man, <laughs> I got to go back and count how many times they said, bruh. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, I love CJ McCollum's uh, no chill towards <laughs> Jamal Murray. Uh, just yes. no regard. Just. That was hilarious. <laughs> and then just Dame being like, oh, come on, man. Like, <laughs> like, we're live broadcast you know we're right live, now. Man. <laughs> <laughs> come on, CJ. You got to chill. Uh, gosh, yeah, that was great. Um. <laughs> CJ, CJ didn't know the name of his, his new dog yeah. yet. <laughs> that, was a, that was another. He's like asking his wife, wait a second. Or did they officially get married? Or are they engaged? I think they're still just engaged. Just dating or Anyways, apologies, CJ, if you're listening. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know you're listening, so, yeah, apologies. From one podcaster to another. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we can do a podcast swap someday, CJ. Let us know. We'll come on, we'll come on yours, you'll come on ours. It'll be fun times. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, that yeah, was, was a, so Another thing that's uh, named his dog Cheerio to start off. Yeah. They, uh, it's a different name thing like that name different name yeah it's a little different uh, yeah he was like buying <laughs> yeah um it's it was so funny because like they're what they're like a year apart or two years apart or something i think dame's like two years older but it still felt like 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 dame was this mentor like trying to tell CJ, like, don't blow your money on, like, stupid <laughs> stuff, CJ, gosh dang it, and CJ's like, oh, no, it's just a trial period, we can, we can send, send the dog back if we don't want it. He's like, it's going to be 135 pounds, bro. <laughs> like, what you doing, man? <laughs> that was a hilarious conversation. I, I, uh, I think I tweeted it out on our Blazer Dad, so all the tens and tens of you listening, um, take take a look at that it's a it was a funny little snippet um of the best backcourt in the league taking over the nba instagram account um so yeah those are fun times fun times um let's see guys um anything uh anything else you guys want to touch on uh, we're we're getting close here to our our hour mark i don't know what do you guys Jeff, nothing? Nothing. I think just stay healthy out there. Wash your hands. Just wash your hands. Don't touch your face. I've sterilized this mic like three different times while we've been podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Stay six feet apart. Support local business. Take your takeout food. Yeah, and stop, guys, stop buying all the dang toilet paper. Like, why do we, why do you need so much toilet paper, guys? (laughs) Like, just get it in normal, you know, amounts, and uh, just calm down. We're gonna be fine. Wash your hands. Listen to listen to uh, our fearless leaders. Yikes. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll all get through this together. I feel like it would generally be impressive if you went through like three full packages. <laughs> it's like so many rolls, like sixty <laughs> rolls of toilet. If you like actually went through that, I would. I'm saying you should probably be in the hospital. I'm guessing that. <laughs> yeah, I be an incredible <laughs> amount. Like, <laughs> you got something else you need to get checked out. 
<laughs> People are gonna have toilet paper for days. Yeah. Going TPing. I remember like going TPing. <laughs> Like when you're a kid, right? And you show up, you go to the Fred Meyer and you buy like three packs. It's like you and your friends. You buy like three giant <laughs> packs of like toilet paper and the checkout people are like giving you the eye like, wait a second. Like what do all these kids need toilet paper for? And like, should I really sell it to them? Luckily, yeah, that was always when one of our moms would take us. And yeah. They were just like waiting in the car. Like, <laughs> they accomplished for it. There you go. Don't get wrapped into it though. That's that's it. But it's stunk in your house. Got toilet paper because I hated cleaning that stuff oh, up. Gosh. Especially it, if it rained. Oh that. yeah, and it rained every time in Oregon, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the worst. Um, wet TP. Nothing. Nothing worse than. Yeah, one time I was uh, I was out of town with my uh, my dad and our neighbors toilet papered our house and they didn't think we were home and so they were toilet papering our house. My mom was still there, so they were being super loud and. She totally woke up and and they went home after toilet paper in it and they like stuck forks in our front yard and my mom just walked over, went right through their front door, went downstairs and said, you guys are cleaning this up right now. <laughs> <laughs> so they all came over, cleaned it up for three hours. She had to mow our lawn the next day. It was, it was nice. Oh man, that's a, that's a future dad problem when your kids start getting all the... <laughs> All the toilet paper on your house, and yeah, I think I think I'm gonna make my my kids clean it up themselves. It's their fault. So. <laughs> they started this war. Unless they can prove that it was directed towards me. Never <laughs> <laughs> um, If someone doesn't like the pot, they might be toilet paper in your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. Well. uh... Thomas, it was great having you on it's here. Great to be on. Yeah, I loved loved your comments and your fill in here, and I'm sure we'll have you on again some other time for sure. Just uh, always working for the next ten uh, day contract that I can get. So <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we forked out the big big money for Thomas. So just... do we have his bird rights? <laughs> <laughs> Still in contract negotiations. Right. Yeah, we're just on the ten day deal right close. now, but. We had to, he was a hot commodity. <laughs> so getting you guys the best content providers we can. Um, always looking out for our listeners. <laughs> um, Jeff, any parting words? Nah, just don't use all your toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, guys, stay safe, stay clean out there, and uh, yeah, go Blazers, baby. Shout out, Perry Young. What's up, guys? Nolan here from the Blazer Dads podcast. Hope you enjoyed listening. Feel free to like, subscribe, and follow us on Twitter at Blazer Dads. Or visit us at BlazerDads.com. Drive safely, everyone. And Rip City, baby!